The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. And we certainly have one of those today. I'm talking about Western Australia Energy Resources. The proposed ASX code is WER. And I say proposed because the company is in the process of finishing off a $5 million IPO raise at 20 cents a share to get uh, cracking on its well, nickel, lithium, gold, you name it, project in uh, WA. Um, in a particular part of WA, it's the uh, Ida Fault Corridor, which is obviously famous for nickel. And it's become famous uh, in more recent times for lithium. And uh, it's always been famous, I guess, for gold. So the company's got a big project area and is uh, planning to hit the ground soon after the listing. So with that, I'll introduce the CEO, Greg Almond. How are you, Greg? Very well, Barry. Thanks for having me today. It's, uh, yeah, always good to have a chance to chat about our projects. Rightio. Now, I mentioned um, you've got uh, the Jimbalana project area, which is uh, all-encompassing, it, and that takes in both a nickel laterite um, project, with a, which has an inferred resource with it, bronzite, and also a, a, a more standard sort of sulphide play in that part of the world. So... Let's, uh, let's run through Jimbalana. What have you got there? What are the forward plans? Thanks, Ferry. Look, we've, we've got a, a big package um, in that Jimbalana project area. Uh, we've got two existing tenements, and then we've got another um, seven under application. So we're going to end up with a, about 940 square k's of, of tenure there, um, just off to the, the west of, of Norseman. So, you know, the, the road, the railway line, the port down in Esperance. It's a it's a pretty good location to work in. It's it's nice and easy to get there. Um, the the road out to Hyden actually cuts through our tenement, so it's nice and easy to, to access it. And and like you mentioned, we've got the existing uh, nickel laterite resource at Bronzite Ridge. Um, so that's that's kind of the the thing that we've got underpinning uh, the value that that we're looking to. Um, to get with the IPO and then further from that we've got the nickel sulfide so we've got a, a couple of historic holes that were drilled um, you know that that got hits to two and a half percent nickel um, back in the day of course they they weren't followed up um, you know Western Mining were, were busy at the time with their work around the Cambelda and Widgee Dome so uh, a lot of this um, sort of more regional work got left behind um, but obviously it's still very exciting for us so um, we're, we're keen to follow that up um, and try and see if we can find the underlying uh, sulfide system that we that we believe is is under the ladder right and then you know obviously in addition to that we've we've had some of our neighbors in the area have had great success with um, rare earth elements and, and platinum group elements and all sorts of things so so we know the area is very prospective um, there's a lot of geology going on in that area um, 
the Jimbalana Dyke, the, the Mount Ida Fault, uh, and, a, and a bunch of other cross-cutting structures chopping up the, the granites and the greenstones and everything else. So we we know we've we've got plenty to look at there. Um, you know, and, and we're sort of in the in the heart of the lithium corridor. So, you know, we're we're pretty sure that, you know, if we go looking for it, we're gonna be able to find pigmentites and other targets. So yeah, we've we've certainly got plenty to do in that project area. Okay, I understand the uh, the Jimbalana Dyke uh, prospect area that you're actually pursuing a sort of Sudbury uh, offsets dyke style of mineralisation. Talk us, take us through that. Sure. Look, we 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 think um, there's analogies with that offset dyke. Um, the nickel copper sulphide system is similar to what has been seen at Sudbury. So, so that's kind of our our model. Um, and you know what we've seen so far in the Jimbalana Dyke system is, is similar enough to that. You know, add add to the fact that we've actually got historic holes that have that have got nickel sulfides in them, running two two and a half percent nickel. You know, we um, we certainly think there's potential there, um, and and you know we we're keen to further explore that. We know that the the nickel and the laterite system has come from somewhere. Uh, we're we're keen to sort of further investigate um, what we've got there with, with some of the targets that we've already generated. Okay. So, what is the um, the forward plan there? Uh, more reconnaissance work before drilling, or do you just see yourselves getting into uh, drilling uh, fairly quickly? One of the advantages of of that um, part of Western Australia, it stays a little bit cooler for a little bit longer. So, um, we are hoping, um, you know, with everything. Uh, aligning that we'll be able to get a drill rig out there before the end of the year um that will that's sort of what i'm pushing for at the moment so i'm i'm hoping that we can actually get some some holes in the ground around some of these targets we're actually doing the desktop work at the moment to to try and generate um some of these targets and make sure that we've got something to um get into as as soon as the ipo closes um and we'll be looking to get people out there to um you know do so that do the ground truthing and, and make sure everything's fine. Um, engage with their native title partners and, and make sure they're happy with the work. Um, and then yeah, with with any luck, I'd I'd like to have a couple of holes drilled before um, everyone sort of buggers off for the summer. Uh, so that's on the nickel sulfide side of things. The lithium, how do you how do you approach that? Look, it's sort of the same. Um, as as we get people on the ground, um, you know, with the with the the laterite and the sulfide work, we're obviously, you know, we're going to have some capacity to go and check out some of the targets that we're we're trying to generate right now. We've we've already got a few things we've found from aerial photography and, and some of the other work we've done. Um, so as we can get people up to site, we'll be able to you know have a bit of a look around and and find out if it's you know actually worth putting a hole hole in um, and while we've got a rig on site, it would seem churlish to not do that. So, you know, we'll, we'll be hoping to um, get straight into the lithium work as well while we're up there. How do you um, see things at the moment in terms of uh, the market? Uh, overall markets go through a tough time at the moment. It's quite clear that um, lithium is, you know, the flavour of the month, uh, rightly so, for uh, junior explorers. Whereas nickel, because of the price fall recently, has uh, been kind of put on the back burner. So, but so how do you approach it? It's not as if you'll elevate one above the other. You'll uh, 
you've chased down the potential of both? Look, we'll, we'll chase down the potential of both. I, I'm very cautious about getting too caught up in just following the fashionable commodity. Um, you know, like you say, lithium certainly is, is flavour of the month at the moment, but we all know how things can change so quickly with some of these commodities. So, you know, we, we think the lithium is, is very exciting and we'll do the work um, on it. But equally, we think the, the underpinning nickel is, is you know, a very solid story as well. So we'll keep doing that work. We're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater and just, you know, chase around whatever flavour of the month is. Um, you know, we'll, I, I, I think longer term, um, nickel is, is going to have, a, you know, a very strong return. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty around how it's traded at the LME at the moment and, and some of the other things with with the various combinations of, of nickel that are actually out there, um, it's it's going to change that market quite a bit. So I think, um, you know, as we continue on this this electrification of, of vehicles and, and grid storage and everything else, nickel's going to remain a, a big part of that. Um, and we're, and we're going to see that, you know, carry on um, into the future. So we think having a, a nickel asset is certainly a positive for us and and we'll keep doing the work on that um and you know we'll we'll look at the lithium um as as the market would expect us to you know we've got shareholders already that that are that are acknowledging how exciting the lithium story is so you know we'll we'll, we'll keep chipping away at that as well and i'll just mention they're at the issue price of 20 cents a share the uh market cap uh we would be uh, 12.3 million enterprise value of around 7.4 million so obviously coming as a new company coming onto the boards with a near-term expiration program um you've uh, a lot of leverage to the upside as they say absolutely absolutely you know we we think we've got a very solid project already with that with that laterite you know and and it's a resource it's not just a a, a laterite potential target maybe you know one day it's it's there. It's already understood and known. Um, we can grow that. We can we can grow on the, the sulfides that we know are there that have been found historically. Um, and you know we're in a great part of the world to to look for lithium, for platinum, for you know for dare I say gold. Um, you know there's there's plenty to be doing in, in that part of the world. So yeah, we we're very happy to be there. Yeah, I just mentioned that bronzite inferred mineral resource, 9.25 million tonnes at 0.81% nickel with some uh, handy cobalt with it. So how do you progress that one? The way we're going to progress that is is the MOU that we've got with um, the Changsha Institute, um, basically called Min Metals. Um, so they're, they're a Chinese concern based out of um, Changsha, which is kind of the, the heart of the, the steel industry in China. They're guys that have been involved in, um, you know, metallurgy and processing for for a, a number of years. Anyone that's sort of um, bounced around the game long enough has probably had dealings with them. They're, they're very professional, very reputable outfit. They do excellent work. Um, and, and we've got a relationship with them through through our founding um, shareholders. So... We we're going to basically keep keep working away on on that relationship, um, provide them with, with some some samples of the laterite, uh, and work with them to try and come up with a pathway to process that, um, and and then monetize that asset. 
So, so that's that's the way forward for us. So those guys are essentially what the research arm of uh, what most people would know as uh, the state-owned minerals or MMG. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So the, it's the Chen Shah Research Institute of Mining and Metallurgy. Um, CRIM is the acronym, which is uh, probably a, a tad unfortunate to English speakers. But look, they they do excellent work. They're, they're you know really well known around around the world, um, around the industry. They they do excellent work. They've already got a, a processing um, solution for laterites that they've been working on. They've been working on on these um, kind of projects for a long time in Australia and Indonesia. So they've got good experience. Um, we are hoping that basically we'll be able to do a copy and paste with the solution they've already got. We are hoping that it will work with with our deposit, um, even if it needs need some minor tweaking. Um, you know, we'll provide them the samples so that they can work that out. Uh, and ideally, we come up with a solution that works. And then, um, you know, we've also um, got an agreement with them that once we have that solution, that we'll be uh, their representatives in Australia um, to potentially roll that out and, and get some of these other assets that, that don't have a clear path forward, we can hopefully bring them into production as well. So you're able to bring us in into the tent a little bit and just give us a feel? It's obviously not HPL, it's a, what, a, a leach sort of process or they're working on? It's a leach sort of process, Barry. That's probably as much as I can say about that. I, you know, I, I can leave it to them um, once, once we've got... Um, a few more things, you know, solidly nailed down. Obviously, we'll be able to release that out to the market and let people know exactly what we've got. But uh, you know, we've we've been reading your articles um, about you know WA laterite nickel as as well as everybody else has. So you know, we we know that um, historically there's been some challenges there, but you know, we think it's 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 time to shine now. We can we can help out. Uh, with a solution to get a few of these things going. Um, now, obviously, another part of uh, that uh, MMG, Min Metals uh, Group, um, best known here for uh, Dougal River zinc and Rosebury zinc um, down in Tassie there. So, and I think they're Melbourne based too. So, yeah. Uh, acquired uh, Dougal River yeah. and Rosebury from yeah. those minerals way back. That's right. Look, the, these guys are, um, you know, they're very familiar with, with Australia and Australian mining. They, um, they they have absolutely no problem um, dealing with with um, the standards and expectations that we have in this part of the world. You know they're they're good, um, you know solid operators. They're you know very reputable and 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 good people to partner with. So yeah, we're very happy with the relationship we've got with those guys. And Greg, did I hear you mention that? They have an existing shareholding in the company. They they have a connection with their existing shareholders. They um they have a, a strong relationship with um with uh, Eric Wu, who who's one of our founders and and um will remain a, a director when we when we list. Um, so they don't have a a cornerstone shareholding per se, but they have a very strong relationship with with our, with one of our founders. Okay, interesting. All right. Um, so I might have done things a bit backwards today. I was just going to ask if we could, uh, given you're new to the ASX world, um, well, certainly with uh, the company Western Australia Energy Resources, just uh, if you can give investors a bit of a feel for your background. Ah, well, I mean, it's it's uh, 
possibly not that exciting, but uh, I, if if people weren't um, already sure of it, they may detect a hint of a New Zealand accent here. Um, that would be because I'm from New Zealand, so I've I've been um, in Australia off and on for the last sort of twenty years working in in mining. Um, I, I started off in gold. I've I've bounced around um, iron ore, uh, copper, coal, nickel, um, uh, and and gold. Um, my most recent experience was as CEO with Star Minerals, which was a um, it's an ASX listed uh, gold exploration development company. Um, it had projects based around Meteor Thera. Um, and before that, um, probably my, my most relevant experience was with Fortescue. Um, so I was with FMG for a number of years. Um, my last role there was in the business development group. So I spent a lot of time uh, looking at, at various projects in various places around the world, sort of from Patagonia to the North Pole and, and all points in between, looking mainly at copper um, and lithium resources. Um, as as FMG were looking at diversifying um, away from iron ore back then, so I looked at a, a whole range of projects, and that kind of gave me a little bit of a, a corporate um, paint job over my uh, operations kind of rough and ready appearance. So you know, I learned to to wear a, a nice shirt and, and and a suit jacket rather than the high vis. So uh, also, of course, would have given you a good feel for just what's available around the world. So you like this one then? Look, I, I I do. That's you know that's why I got involved in it. I I still um, believe that Western Australia is is arguably the best place in the world to be running a, a mining project. Um, sovereign risk is essentially nil. Um, it's got an excellent ecosystem of the the, the service providers and the people to work with here. Um, it's it's well understood, you know, by most people around the world. Perth is you know the the capital of of mining. Um, you know, and it's got the infrastructure and the support systems in place for that. So it makes it easy to, to get a project um, and, and and do the work and develop it. So um, it's always attractive to do any work in WA. And this particular part of, you know, what's becoming the lithium corridor is an even more attractive part of it. So, yeah, certainly, you know, the, the underpinning um, nickel story is, is a strong one and the potential that we've got. Um, you know, and, and that large tenement package we've got to to find some other things of interest. Uh, you know, it makes it a, a very exciting proposition for us. Yeah, and of course, a uh, a relationship uh, with our friends from China with uh, some technical news. Absolutely, yeah. Look, in, in a previous life, I, I spent a bit of time working in China. I I was um in an underground gold mine there, uh, and I found it, you know fascinating experience um some some things were exactly as you'd expect some things were, were vastly different but to see how that place has changed and developed um has been incredible um you know and and to see some of the expertise and knowledge um that that they have access to is is you know it, it certainly gives us a lot more confidence about how we can push forward with our project here Okay, Greg, uh, you've outlined an interesting story for us, um, one um, that uh, will uh, gain more prominence 
prominence, obviously, when you get on the ASTX boards, which is not too far away. So we'll be uh, watching with interest. Good luck with it all. Thanks, very Good to chat to you. Cheers. Cheers. See ya.